0: Welcome to the Sportsway Podcast, I'm Fitz Kerrigan, and I'm Christian Mott, and welcome back to another episode. Uh, Without further ado, let's get right into uh, JFK's topic of the day. So for JFK's topic of the day, we got uh, the Green Bay Packers are letting Devontae Adams test free agency, a little bit shocking uh, coming from the fact that. Uh, We don't know what they're going to do because obviously, as you guys know, Nathaniel Hackett got hired to Denver, so we don't know whether he's not going to Denver. He'll probably go maybe where Rodgers goes, but they're letting him test out free agency and let's see how it looks. Christian, what do you think about uh, Devontae Adams, the Packers letting Devontae Adams test free agency?
1: Um, I think this is just a precursor of what's to come with Aaron Rodgers. I think this is a good indicator that Aaron Rodgers is probably not going to stay with the Packers. I feel like he and Devontae Adams are probably in constant contact since they're such a dynamic duo and like they have respect for each other's careers and stuff. And I think Aaron Rodgers also like sent out a like cryptic message, like thanking the Packers, basically almost or whatever. But he said it was just like he was just like showing his thankfulness and it wasn't a decision. But I think. Um, that could be also leading to his decision of uh, leading the Packers. So I think uh, Devontae Adams is probably going to wait for Aaron Rodgers to make a decision first, and then he'll follow, or he'll uh, help lead Aaron Rodgers to the place they'll both end up going. Because I, I think it would be a good idea for both of them to stick together because, you know, if Devontae Adams, let's say Devontae Adams goes to Denver by himself, that, you know, when... A quarterback is a big deal uh, for a wide receiver, the type of quarterback. So going from Aaron Rodgers to, like, Drew Locke, uh, that would be, you'd probably see, like, a big drop in production for his career. So it's a good idea for them to stick together. And who knows, uh, Aaron Rodgers could retire, or he could stay with the Packers. But I think uh, this is definitely a significant loss if they do lose Devontae Adams. And um, what I would have done maybe of the Packers is, like, Talk to both the players, like, see where they want to go because they might, are probably going to leave. So then, like, sign Devontae Adams and then trade him to that team. But, you know.
0: Yep. I like uh, your points on that. Um, very good points on that, Christian. Thank you very much. But uh, I think that it's very well aware because, like, like I said, uh, that Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach. So was I, he on the Packers?
1: Or the Packers was.
0: He was the Packers' offensive coordinator. Um, so uh that definitely comes into play a little bit. I don't think it's a major effect. I think I might have said that earlier, so but intent. yeah, it's a, a little my uh, a lot of my friends who are not Packers fans give me I mean a lot of a lot of trash about that. So uh but just I think that it's a very small effect on Nathaniel Hackett's hiring, but I don't think that that'll play out to that. And I think wherever Aaron Rodgers is going to go, that's probably where Devontae Adams is going to try to sign as well, just as like to keep that dynamic duo going. And like Christian said, it's a big difference from going to, if Devontae Adams goes to Denver alone, it's a big difference from going for, uh, going from Aaron Rodgers to Drew Locke. I mean, those are two different quarterbacks, two different skills levels, obviously, but uh like, just going from two different skill levels that could uh, drop the numbers a little bit. So that wraps up JFK's topic of the day.
1: Okay, though before I just wanted to put one last comment in. I have a friend. His name's Tyson, and he's a Broncos fan. And I'd be very disappointed if both went to the Broncos, because not only would that make our my division as a Chargers fan like and seriously uh, challenging, because we'd have four all, really good teams all vying for. Like a out to win the division, or to win the whatever, con- yeah, division. I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that would not work. I, I, I I'm hoping that it's not going to happen that pa- the Rodgers and Devontae Adams aren't going to go to the Broncos. But you know, so far, it, it it could happen. It's a possibility. Okay, now for uh uh Mott's moment. I'm talk I'm going to talk about uh, Jamon Howard. So Jawan Howard, the Michigan Wolverines uh, basketball coach, head basketball coach, was suspended for five games for hitting and his involvement in a fight with the Wisconsin's assistant coach, I believe. Um, This fight took place, I believe, at at the end of the game, yeah, Uh, and... Obviously, Juwan Howard looked a little heated. You can you can never understand the words that was said between the two, because you know, like. Uh, but Juwan Howard, like looking at both the press conferences, if you if I had to pick a side, I'd probably pick, the Wisconsin guy's side because it seemed like, because basically, Juwan Howard was uh kind of upset that he like called the Wisconsin guy called the timeout, and in his the Wisconsin guys uh conference press conference he said like he had reasons for calling that time out or whatever but anyway uh john howard was upset they probably was some um, name calling stuff like that going on and then he john howard ended up throwing a punch mm-hmm. and that's why he suspended some people were like stephen a for example wanted him to be suspended for a whole season or uh, thinks he should be suspended or i think i don't know if it's stephen a but was someone on espn said that he should be suspended for the whole season, but he's suspended for five games. Fits,
0: Yeah, um, and also there's not much left in the regular season, so that makes sense if he got suspended. I think there's only like five. I think there's only like f- coming close to March Madness a little bit. So I don't think there's much games in the regular season. So if he'd obviously get suspended the rest of the regular season, it wouldn't be a shock just because of how much uh, time is left in the regular season. So I think uh, that's a good reason to suspend him the rest of the season like that just because, you know, there's not a lot left. So that's my point on it.
1: Yeah, if I was, like, the committee or whatever and responsible for, like, the suspensions or whatever, I would suspend him for, like, all but one game, The rest, like, one regular season game, all but one regular season game, just so, like, it would be a shame, even though, like, this did take place and it's not good for the sport. Like, it would just it'd be a shame to, like, derail derail the whole Michigan team by, like, having, like, their coach come back for the first game uh, be March Madness, and they probably wouldn't have, like, I, I don't know, I I don't I don't I do to say chemistry, but like he probably is not going to be as good. So like maybe give him like that one extra game, just just to like get, get things back to try to get things back to normal and then go into the March Madness. So,
0: I don't think they're going to make March Madness. I don't think their record is really? good.
1: What, how are they doing?
0: Um, they're not. Uh, I don't know, but like I've been watching them obviously, but I mean they they play they lost by they lost by fourteen to uh, Wisconsin before that uh, fight broke out. So yep. No, they lost. That's why Joan Howard was upset about that. Um, they lost by f- <clears throat> lost by fourteen in that game. So that probably led to some of the uh, oh, yeah. Juan Howard frustration and everything like that.
1: Fourteen and eleven. So they may not make the March Madness.
0: Yeah, not the best record uh, for them. For as Christian said, fourteen and eleven. So not the best record for them. Moving on to uh, the next. Uh, topic. Uh, apparently, they're uh, lifting the New York, mandate, New York City mandate for home players to be able to play unvaccinated. So that means for Kyrie Irving that he'll be able to play at home for the first time this season. Irving decided not to get the vaccine at the beginning of the season and didn't make his first debut until the game in Indiana against the Pacers. So, um, where he performed very well and Irving, um... Irving in his eleventh year in the league, um, one of the one time uh, champion with the Cavs, All Star, and just um, I think it's shocking the fact that Kyrie didn't get the vaccine, and um, Adam Silver was very upset at the vaccine rule because he was uh, the impression he was under was you have um, like away to away players who so like away teams who come to play the Nets or the Knicks. Uh, could play if they're not vaccinated. But, like, Kyrie Irving, who plays for Brooklyn in Brooklyn, like, can't play for that. So he's only played for away games. Uh, sorry. He's only played for away games this year. So um, not a not a big number for Kyrie Irving, and he didn't play until, like, midway through the season uh, in Indiana uh, where they ended up winning that game. Uh, so um, I think it's a good thing to for Kyrie to be coming back. I think he deserves, like, He's been, he's been up and down a little bit. Like obviously his his season ended early after because they lost in the second round of the Bucks. But not not just that uh, he got injured in game four, twisted his ankle, going up for a shot, made the shot, and came down and twisted his ankle. So that ended his season. He was out the next three games. Then eventually the Brooklyn Nets lost in that series. So. He that ended his season early, so I think he's just he was anxious to get back on the court and play again. Obviously because of the ankle injury and uh, obviously because for not getting the vaccine. So we don't know how this is going to end out, but uh, just gotta hope for the best for Kyrie Irving. But I think the New York uh, mandate is going to change, uh, for Kyrie, Kyrie at least to play at home for Brooklyn. So that's that's my opinion on it, Christian. Any thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, even though they're like he can play now in the. Um uh, home games the Nets are still like they're still not in a good spot in the East. They still need to claw their way back to like a better spot. Um they're like not they're ba- like they're barely keeping their heads above 500. Uh KD's out. I for the foreseeable future, I don't know how much longer, but Kyrie has got to take leadership especially with James Harden out too and he's got to try to get try to get them some wins and try to help right this ship. A lot, like a lot of times,
0: in, uh check out our early episodes. Uh, We're just me. I say a lot of times the guys got to step up. Like people got to step up, as Christian would know, got to step up and everything. So just like people, players got to step up. Like it's sometimes it's your time to shine, and that's a lot for the Nets. Obviously, James Harden's no longer there. He's traded. We don't know the status on Ben Simmons whether or not he's coming back. But he's just gotta he's got to get into shape first because he's yeah he was in the Philadelphia. Um, philadelphia circus over there so now that that's over we don't know his status yet but james harden is uh, set to make his sixers debut on uh february 25th against the minnesota timberwolves uh I think I believe it's the first game back after the All Star break. So um, going for that, I think it's a big addition for the Nets. Obviously, they beat Milwaukee ugh, on their last uh, game before the All Star break. So um, I think they're I think come in the addition to James Harden, it's going to be good for some players. I mean, uh, I think they'll get playing of shots. Um, I think Harden is uh, going to be more of a passer now, uh, being in Philadelphia. That's just that's my opinion. You might think differently. So, but. Um, I think Harden's gonna be more of a passer in Philadelphia. I don't, um, and for uh, on the Brooklyn side, you got Seth Curry who can shoot, obviously, as Christian's been telling me a lot. But they got other people too um, that can step up, and just anybody can step up at any time. So just gotta play like that.
1: Um, and like Charles Barkley uh, hilariously said, uh, James Harden who's coming off that uh, hamstring injury is now suddenly able to play now that he's on a different team. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's like the the thing where like uh, Durant said he needed some size and it's just Rudy Gobert and James Harden left in the All-Star draft. He and LeBron two, two or three centers. And LeBron needs some height because he has like all guards in his second unit and like Durant's just like I really need some size and LeBron puts a clipboard over his head to avoid laughing. So that was pretty funny. And then uh, and then LeBron asked them if they he was healthy and then Charles Barkley's just like ah he, he got traded. He's healthy now. And then Durant from Brooklyn was laughing because he knew what uh, Charles Barkley was talking about. So that was pretty funny with that. But James, I think James Harden's gonna be a good fit in Philadelphia. I think it was a good trade. I think this is a trade that it was good for both teams. Both I think both teams won this trade because uh, Brooklyn wanted to get rid of James Harden and Philadelphia obviously wanted to get rid of Ben Simmons. I mean that was just a that was a, that was a circus like a train wreck or whatever was going on with him. So uh, I think both, it's a win-win trade for that. To be honest uh depending on how both turn out i mean both are in both neither of them ironically have played a game for their new teams yet but we'll just see how it plays and uh, i think it's a win-win trade in my opinion
1: yeah i'd have to agree okay
0: okay uh next topic is uh another uh, topic on new york it's different though kemba walker has agreed to sit out for the rest of the year uh not apparent re- no apparent reason walker in his first year in the knicks will become a free agent this summer uh n- rumor n- rumors saying he will be sidelined for the rest of the season but we, uh we just don't know um right now his sideline walker is 31 signed a two-year deal with the knicks after an uh, after an august after the al horford trade from boston he was Kemba Walker was traded to Oklahoma City Thunder and then bought out of Oklahoma City, then signed with the Knicks. So he's gonna uh, Walker's going to miss the um, the rest of the regular season, and uh, Walker's 31 years old, and we don't know. He's going to become a free agent this summer, as I said, and uh, he's getting ready for the 2022-2023 season, which kind of seems a little dumb uh, saying that just because, you know. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like with Al Horford last year. You know, Oklahoma City sat him. And, uh, for no reason, I just, uh, I don't know why, but, like, you just sat him for no reason and anything, so, um... I hate vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Go, go to Cabo Kemba. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, just, um, that's kind of, that's kind of shocking, uh, sa- that's kind of shocking saying that, so, um... Uh, just anything like that. Just kind of shocking saying that, just so you know. But, um, okay. What do you think about Kemba Walker being sidelined for the rest of the season?
1: Uh, interesting. I think, uh, he's getting, like, now that he's bounced around the league a little bit, uh, he, he'll have to, like, I think this is going to be a, uh, a, a decision. He, like, if he really, like, is really, like, enjoying being, like, a role player and just bouncing around the league because, um, You know, maybe it could be time for him to retire. Me, personally, if, like, I was, like, on top of the league, dominating, all of a sudden, like, I'm just getting passed around like a a Russell Westbrook, like nobody wants you, then um, I think maybe it's time to call it quits.
0: Uh, Very interesting you say that because, I mean, Kemba is 31 years old and was drafted. Uh, This is his 11th year in the league. He came out of the same draft as Kyrie Irving, and... um, it's very interesting, because, like, they did... The, like I said, they did the same thing with Al Horford last year, and, like, Al Horford was totally healthy, nothing wrong, and they're just, like, we're sitting here for the rest of the season. So, I mean, it's very, very interesting, Uh, the decisions that are going on with um both franchises, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay, Um, the next game we're going to talk a little bit about... Uh, What do you want to talk
1: about? Oh. Uh, now we're going to talk about, like, the possibility of... uh. Jimmy Garoppolo and Carson Wentz it seems like so far uh it's a, there's a large possibility the Colts are going to end up cutting Carson Wentz because they're going to have to pay him a lot of money if they don't and he hasn't really shown that he he's like can revive his career like he did okay but like he choked when it mattered the most and they they lost to the Jaguars with a chance to make it to the playoffs. Um obviously if they uh do cut him they're probably going to start they're probably not a full rebuild but they're gonna definitely start rebuilding around jonathan taylor their star start running back because you never and the, i think if i was a colts GM or whatever i i would try like to the rams approach which is when now like trade picks get players get it maybe get a quarterback or at least get someone you can build around a good a decent quarterback which we'll talk in a bit but um because with running backs like Jonathan Taylor, you never know how many good years you can get out of them. We see uh, Jerick Henry had, had just had an injury. We'll see how his career will shape out because a lot of times with running backs and stuff like that, once they get one injury, it's like a lot of times injury troubles start to accumulate after that. It's like Christian McCaffrey had that one good year, then uh, he got, he's got he been injured pretty much ever since. So I think they, the Colts should do a win-now approach uh trade picks get get good players. I think their defense is pretty good, maybe buff that a little bit, get some star wide receivers. And it seems like a good possibility if if they get rid of Carson Wentz could be uh signing Jamie Garoppolo since he's he's no he's no longer going to be a niner. And he's a good quality quarterback, I think. He's pretty good at uh just not not making turnovers because he's A good an uh, an average starter in the NFL. He's not going to be a star, but he, as we've seen, he's been able to take teams to the playoffs. He took the Niners to the Super Bowl. Um, He can make make the throws that you need him to, um, and he he's a good temporary quarterback, as I'd like to say. Like, no team wants him to be like their franchise quarterback, but he's good temporary to like get people in the seats keep them maybe around or above 500. So um, that could be a possibility. Any thoughts?
0: Yeah, um, I definitely think you got a good point with that. Um, I'm going to add a little bit onto that. Just uh, knowing the fact that, yes, Carson Wentz did choke against the Jaguars, obviously, but, um, like, I think he's just, like, he had a one good year and then, like, if we forget, the Eagles were in the playoffs and that was Nick Foles who brought them to the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz got him to the playoffs. Nick Foles got him to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl with that. So that was all Nick Foles in the playoffs because Carson Wentz keeps getting injured with uh all in Philadelphia and like all that all the stuff that like all all the like everything, all the controversy and everything like that. So, you know, um is what it is, but like you like like I think Jimmy Garoppolo would be a good fit in Indianapolis. Obviously wants that uh is going to leave San Francisco um don't know like what his status is right now with San Francisco but you just uh, got to see what it is uh, right now just take one step at a time to be honest um but like as I think Jimmy G would be fit good just cuz he's has experience and everything like that so um also, I think Carson Wentz would be real. I think you could get a pull off a Jimmy G-Carson Wentz trade. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that, Christian, but, like, I think uh, it could trade, like, I know Christian said, like, a Rams mentality for trade picks for players, but I think you should just do, like, a Jimmy... If you want a Jimmy G-Carson Wentz trade, I think that's a win for... I th- like Like, the... Kind of like the Ben Simmons, James Harden Dale, I think it's a win-win for both sides. Just because, like, you know, right now, just wanting to get rid of them. But I don't know how they're going to perform in uh, the other places. So, right now, how you're looking at it, it's a win-win trade. But depending on how it is, it might be, like, like both teams lost the trade just because both quarterbacks did terrible and only, like, played. only didn't have much good stats in them. So... That's all I'm saying. Like Christian said, like just trade players for picks. But like I think you should do a Jimmy G Carson Wentz trade and see how that goes. Um, just wanted to get rid of both teams. want to get rid of the quarterbacks and just to see the interest of other quarterbacks. But that's all I have to say for that.
1: I think though. I think the Colts are gonna be able to get Jimmy G for free if they want him because I think the Niners plan on cutting him.
0: Yeah, I do too. I think, Col- and Indianapolis is thinking about doing the same for Carson Wentz. Yeah. So. Okay, next topic uh, is going to be Russell Wilson. uh being interested, the Steeler, the Steelers being interested in Russell Wilson. Um, obviously the n- news of Big Ben Roethlisberger retiring is vi- uh hit the hit the headlines a little bit. uh when it when it came out, a little bit. Uh, I think like a couple days after their loss to Kansas City uh, in the playoffs. uh that's when it came out. But you know, uh Big Ben. It's been a good career, a Hall of Fame career for Ben Roethlisberger, but um, yeah, I, I, sometimes it's just, it's just time to hang up the cleats. But um, yeah, I think Russell Wilson would um, be a decent fit in Pittsburgh. I don't know how like he's gonna be with like Juju Smith Schuster, Chase Claypool. I don't know how he's gonna be with all those receivers, and I don't know how the receivers gonna be with him coming from Ben Roethlisberger. Who those two? They play a very, they play very different styles of the quarterback position so i don't know how it's going to play but i can't wait to find out if russell wilson is a stealer whether or not but um, i think it would be a loss for seattle just because he meant he means he's done so much for the city uh i think he means a lot to the city and uh having that loss would just it'll be devastating for the seahawks and uh honestly that i think that puts pete carroll's job into jeopardy uh i don't know how uh you guys and Christian feel about that. Yeah. But uh I think that if I think if Russ leaves that puts Pete Carroll's job in uh definite jeopardy um with that.
1: Yeah, uh this this uh, whole thing is a possibility because Russell Wilson has had a bit of a little bit of a falling out with the Seahawks, um as he's been like frustrated with them and the Steelers are looking for a quarterback. They still have a good team, a decent pretty good team. Around uh, without around the quarterback and uh, you, you They definitely should don't want Mason Rudolph as a starter because he's not that type of guy. He's not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. But like you know,
0: uh, but he did do okay. Uh, he did okay, not great for uh, them when Ben Roethlisberger goes out. So you wonder if that comes into play or not. But um, I mean, it's okay. Like you wonder, like what if what if Russell Wilson goes to? Uh, Pittsburgh, sorry, I was about to say Seattle. If he goes to Pittsburgh or not, it's just, like, all these what-ifs in free agency. But um, I'm curious to find out whether or not he'll stay in Pittsburgh or go. But, like said, I don't think Mason Rudolph is, like, a starter. I think he'll just be, like, a, a reliever, kind of like some other quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fitz, I'd like to ask you this question. Who do you think uh – has greater expectations or are under more pressure um, with the James Harden deal the James Harden or Ben simmons
0: I think it 's a um, great question christian uh, I think it 's uh, equal sides for both just because like like I said earlier in the episode, neither has played for either team yet um, but i feel, i think the i think the James Harden deal just because like james Harden's more of a star and everything will play out bigger because like I think from what it seems like he was doing okay in Brooklyn. Uh, it was obviously better than the Ben. Si- uh, it, was always, it, was, it was obviously better than the Ben Simmons Circus uh, in Philadelphia, but I think um, they have uh, more pressure because I, um, de- uh, I think Harden was. I think Harden could have stayed with the Nets, but um, I mean, they did, uh, you can't change like anything that has to do about it. But I think Harden honestly could have stayed with the Nets and done all that, like done all that stuff with. Brooklyn and like stayed with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, but I don't. This is kind of shocking. The big three of Kyrie, KD, and Harden only played sixteen games together. Sixteen games together. That's like
1: I play more more games with my basketball team than that.
0: (laughs) I know it's crazy. Just like those two, those three have only played. Those three only played sixteen games together, and they went thirteen and three. I'm not, I think they were all healthy for the, uh, I, like, I think they were all healthy for the Boston series. Obviously, Harden, uh, hurt hit, uh, had hamstring issues and went out 20 seconds into the series. And then, uh, and then obviously, uh, ugh, Christian's laughing. But obviously, and then obviously, like I said, Kyrie Irving had that ankle injury in game four. And then Harden came back in game five. And it was just Harden and KD for the rest of the series. So it was all three for like 20 seconds. And then Harden and Kyrie, uh, Katie and Kyrie, and then Katie was by himself in Game Four. After, uh, once Kyrie got injured, and then Harden and Katie. So, um, I think I think it's just a matter of fact. I don't think anything was going wrong. I think it's just a matter of fact that those three can't all stay healthy at the same time. Um, and I think it's kind of ironic that Kevin Durant was injured for both of the, um, both of the, uh, both of the times he was chosen as a captain. Um, I think that's very interesting just because, like, like it's very interesting because, like, he's a captain and uh, everything like that, so you'd expect that he would try to stay healthy and everything like that Uh, last year was the achilles this year last no last year was the hamstring this year it was a knee uh kind of had uh his teammate bruce brown ran into his knee kind of like a Giannis kind of injury where like it bent all the way back like all the way like backwards and everything and that stuff hurt like that stuff hurts and everything so you gotta like recover and everything so that's hard and everything like that but uh you know, he can't change like anything about it. So, I think that's just coincidental that he was out both times. I don't think he meant to be out. By the time I think he was he thought he was going to be back in time for the All-Star game uh for that hamstring injury, but just it kept getting pushed back and getting pushed back and getting pushed back and everything like that. So, yeah.
1: Um and I think uh this Brooklyn uh Big Three is could, is gonna be one of the biggest what ifs in NBA history. Like what if they were all healthy? What if they could all play? Mm-hmm. Uh they probably would have at least depending on how many years they stayed together, they could have easily got that many, that many chips if they overall were healthy. But um also what's ironic is both of the dominant um teams that we that kind of going into the last year. Uh, Lakers and Nets are both having real down years. Lakers, I mean, Nets having a better year than the Lakers, but uh, still, Lakers. Pretty much, I think both me and Fitz were uh, a bit concerned with when the Lakers got first got Russell Westbrook, and it seems like those concerns are rightful and. You know, even 2K got it right with Westbrook, giving him a 79 overall rating.
0: (laughs) It hasn't been that low since his rookie year, as Christian says. But, uh, yeah, that's one of the biggest what-ifs, like Christian said. I honestly think if those three were all healthy, they would have easily beaten uh, Milwaukee in that series. uh, Honestly, if they were 100% healthy, it uh, it hurts to say that, but I think they would have beaten. And they almost did beat Milwaukee in that series, even with uh, just Harden and KD. Obviously, like that, but um, you know that's that's one of the biggest what ifs is like if they can win a chip. But I'm uh, another what if right now is how Kyrie Ben Sim, how Kyrie and Ben Simmons get along. Both are po- like Ben Simmons is like the tallest point guard I've ever seen, like six ten, can't shoot the ball, like you can just pass and like pass open, wide open layups and everything like that. So you just it's it, Kyrie and Ben Simmons are another what if until uh, they play. So it's a lot of what ifs in uh, sports right now. So just um. that's just how it is but you know can't change anything about it that way
1: Yep. got any more topics not
0: that i can think of uh thank you guys so much obviously this episode was a little shorter but thank you guys for all the support and uh we'll see you guys next time i'm fitz that's christian and we'll see you guys next time goodbye